Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money, whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Hello and welcome to Money Tips. This is Charles Kelly. Today I want to talk to you about getting jobs and, and changing your jobs or improving your career. And I want to give you 20 skills to include on your CV for any type of job. This is important. Um, when, I, when I was employing people and, and interviewing people with, with and, and looking at their CVs, I was appalled at some of the, the levels of, of CVs that I got in. Poor CVs, you know. Um, even after they'd got advice from job centers and that sort of thing. I remember one girl coming in and I had the CV on, on a Word document on my screen. And one of the points she'd made was that she was particularly good at accuracy and getting things right. And attention to detail was one of the things mentioned. I remember attention to detail. And I said, well, you say you've got good attention to detail, but look at look at the screen here. And all you could see was a red line under one word mistake, green line with a grammar mistake. And it was full of mistakes. And I, I couldn't believe that she would submit that CV and, and, and say that she had attention to detail. And in fact, this particular job required attention to detail because admin people need uh, that attention to detail. And I think, I personally, I think people have either got it or they haven't got it. Some people I know can look down a form and say, there's, that needs filling in, that, that's a mistake, that's a mistake, and can do it just like that. I'm not particularly one of those people, but, you know, my partner in the business used to be that type of person. She could look down the thing and say, there's a mistake, there's a mistake. So, you know, and, and obviously if you're putting in the CV, you've got, you know, one chance to make a, a good impression uh, first impression, as they say. So, you know, do, do look at this because they say hiring managers and, and HR people um, and, and even bots will, will only spend six to seven seconds per- perusing your, your your CV or resume. So you, you've really got to make a good first impression just like that. And so it's important that, you know, you, you start from the top, you, you know, you make sure that the top of your, your CV you know, is is perfect. You know, you've got to make sure that you're making a, a very good impression at the start. You know, if you've been in your field for 10 years or more, you might want to put in uh, an executive summary, you know, and updating your CV is important, even if you're not looking for a job as as, it ha- as, as such. Updating your CV and keeping that up to date is, 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 a, is a useful thing to do because you might have done courses, you might have upgraded your skills, you may have changed your jobs internally. So, to, to, you know, try and uh, you know, keep your CV up to date. Other thing recommended, tailor, tweak and fine tune your CV for different types of organisations. I think that's, that's important rather than just bashing out the same CV to, to everybody. And approach your CV as a, a skills based story. Like any good storyteller, uh, lay out a framework from the, the beginning to include your skills and, you know, the, the things you've mastered and add value to that. Now, I'm going to give you 20 skills. These have come from, I'll mention an organization called lifehack.org. And I want to credit those for the for these 20 skills, because I thought they were particularly good rather than me writing up my own 20 skills. These are particularly good. So these are the demonstrating that you're a dynamic candidate and refer to the skills that really demonstrate this. Now, skill one here is describe your leadership ability. 
even at an entry level employee, you can you can show leadership, point out how your skills helped your department to ascend to a new level, uh, capture leadership attributes with with compelling statements. Now, an example here is uh, led change that drove efficiency and the ability to cut 800 error free payroll checks. OK, you may not have done to that level, um, but I, I think just just come up with something that you've suggested that, that that's put in because often these questions are asked in interviews what have you done in your department to 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 affect change or to, to show some some improvement in in the business okay number two is demonstrate problem solving ability most employees are hired to solve problems yeah I've got a problem I need someone to solve that I need someone to, to, to get that sorted so showcase that ability on your CV example uh, led staff in campaign to out uh, outrival top competitors market share towards uh, during a down cycle so you know you could give, give that as an example of something you did to to um you know help your your employer or organization during it during a downturn okay number three uh, show your technical skills consider in, including key skills or technology skills section in which you you list your computer and software skills obviously IT comes into to nearly every job now, so that's a good thing to just highlight. Example, um, expert level knowledge in Java or, or something that, that um, some other thing that I don't understand. But whatever it is, just, just put it there on your CV if, if you are genuinely an expert in that field or you've, you've done a particular course or you've, you, you, you can excel in that, that level. OK, um, number five, quantify results. Nothing is quite as attractive as objectifying your your results. Did you increase sales by 25, 10%, 15%? Did you win any new clients? Did you uh, surpass the internal goal by 15%? So quantify in a percentage term. Use hard-hitting numbers to express your points and state the result first, then provide a sentence or a phrase describing the critical skill that you, you applied to achieve this, this particular milestone. For example, uh, boosted sale by 200% and by developing a new online platform that made it easier for customers to compare and contrast sizes, textures and fit. Great. I think that's great. Number six, promote your people skills. Obviously, you know, businesses are you're doing business with other people. Um, you, you, you have to relate. You have to work in teams. Employers prefer uh, congenial staff members, uh, not prima donnas or mavericks or you know, you're working in a team here. So relate your strongest soft skills. For example, organized, a hardworking staffer. I'm an organized, hardworking staff member who listens and well and communicates effectively. OK, employers want people who work in teams. Football teams work as a team. Yeah, you can have a, a, a great striker, but if he's not working in, in a team as part of the team, you know, that person is, is not going to help morale and, and and everything else that works with the team so remember that number seven show passion recruiters and hiring managers want someone that, that is passionate about their career their performanceism uh, their, their diamondism behind the descriptions of their skill so um, are your efforts transformational um, you know or just useful you know were you a game changer or just appropriate okay um, the tenor of your words can reveal whether you're passionate or passive, but don't overdo it. You know, um, you, you want to, to show passion, but you don't, you don't want to go too far. But just just think about the words that show 
passion rather than just fitting in or being appropriate. Okay, so number eight is be the entrepreneur within the corporation. Now, whether you, uh, you know, took the in initiative to, to create a new synergy or worked independently to land an opportunity or a sale or, you know, you shared how you furthered the organizational goals through your self-directed efforts. So that's that's something that, you know, being entrepreneurial within yourself, not just saying, well, I only work here. You know, I just work here nine to five. You know, think of yourself as not not the owner of the business, like you walk around like you own the place, but think of you, yourself as what you would do if you, you own the business or your own shares in the business, rather than just being an employee who, you know, you get people around the, the coffee machine who just, you know, can, can, can complain and bitch about and, and criticize the companies. Oh, what kind of employer is this? You know, you don't want to be that sort of person. You want to be more positive, thinking about like as if you owned a portion of that, that company. So that, that could mean, you know, how you how you are around the company. Do you do you switch that light off to save money? Uh, or, you know, do you, do you look after the, the company? Do you look after their reputation? So these are very important. And it's about your attitude, really, and about your character. Number nine, then, is point to your adaptability. Uh, employees look for people who are adaptable. Things are changing, as you know, you know, survival of the fittest and all that. Be adaptable. Uh, have you switch career paths, for instance, have you weathered a corporate takeover or weathered the storms? You know, make it clear that your resilience helped to get you uh, and, and your organisation through a difficult time of, of turbulence when, when, when things needed to change. OK, number 10 is confirm your expertise. Um, easy job posting states, um, you know, every job posting, I think, states, you know, the experience requirements. Ideally, you want to meet these requirements to and to, to the best of them okay so you know don't exaggerate but confirm your expertise in in conjunction with the requirements of that job this is in your your um your your cv so showcasing your personality whilst proving that you possess the credentials described on the job posting you can still stand out if you're able to offer additional special skills consider adding any of these special accomplishments if the, if they're true number no, number 11 is reference your award-winning talents. Um, if you played centre on, you know, in in your football team, your basketball team, your college team, your you were captain of a team, you you reached a final in something, swimming, whatever it is, you know, put that down on your CV. It, sh- it shows that you 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 want to be a winner. You're outstanding in your field, even though that might not specifically relate to to the job. I, I think organizations like you you've been a scout leader you've you've done this and you you know you've done the duke of edinburgh award or whatever all these things are, are really good for a cv and, and you know as an employee you look at these and oh right this this person is an achiever they've gone beyond the call of duty i mean doing the duke of edinburgh award for instance would would require a lot of your personal time um and an effort to, to do that so i think it's always a great way of, of doing things and two people i know that have done the duke of edinburgh award you know they, they've been outstanding in their careers so it, it's definitely uh, worth looking at that and number 12 is unveil your work persona if you were repeatedly singled out uh, as, as someone with with a stellar performance in your work settings uh, become an employee of the month top revenue generator and so on. It's worth mentioning the, these things from, from your last job or mentioning things that you did in your university or, or college or school. OK, number 13 is capitalise on your uh, commonalities. Now, um, from Googling the, the, the hiring manager, you, you might discover that 
that the person who's going to interview you or your, your manager was formerly a member of the, the scout movement, the Peace Corp or a volunteer. Um, you know, so, so these you, you might want to, 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 to look at those commonalities and you can say, well, I was also in the scouts or I was also doing that thing or I, I also speak that second or third language. It's just something that you, you can look at to, to build that little bit of a bridge to give you a bit of, um, you know, uh, commonality uh, or, or build empathy with that person. OK, so number 14 is highlight your creative tactics. If, for example, um, in your HR role, you piloted uh, an employee incentive program that became an industry model included. Obviously, you would include that. Such innovation, innovative thinking will uh, definitely command your, an employer's attention if you, you innovated in some way. Number 15, specify all accolades, listen any honours received, uh, instills confidence that you will bring that level of perfection uh, forward in a corporate environment. Uh, it might sound obvious that, but it, you know some people just do a bog standard CV and don't think about these things. 16, cite your transferable skills. If you spend your spare time conducting your, your community orchestra, for instance, highlight the out of hours uh, pursuits that you you've gone through to, to you know to highlight the fact that you 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 do things out you know out of hours that may be transferable into your your employer or your job you know it it, it it's just showing your your credibility really although it may be tempting to use um embellishing words to boost your 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 experience you know do do show this now do do uh show that you've you've done something outside of your, your normal working environment okay number 17 is accurately describe your degree uh, very important here make sure that you differentiate between certificates attained and degrees earned along with the name of the institution awarding them perhaps describe what your degree is because a lot of degree um, you know titles uh, are you know and like another language, it doesn't necessarily describe what the degree is all about. So to go into a bit more detail on on your degree rather than just a business degree, maybe go into details of what modules you covered and uh, you know how that would relate to to the job you're you're applying for. Uh, number eighteen is state the job duration and with honest dates. Honesty is the policy is the only policy when reporting the length of a particular job. If you've been out of work for an extended time, state the reason that you have those gaps, uh, whether you've traveled, had to cope with a family emergency or went back to school uh, to do a bit of studying or, or change your professional track. Um, communicate the positive outcomes that came from from these gaps in your your CV and, and be honest about it because these things can come back to bite you. Uh, number 19, claim only the skills which you truly possess. You know, unless you're profi proficient in a software program or fluent in a second language, you know, don't make make a big deal of this. You know, uh, conversely, if, if, you, if you like to feel you must include them, accurately qualify the level of the competence in that because you don't want this to backfire on you. And then be honest. Number 20 here is be honest about the role your role in a project you may think that you were the lead person because you did most of the work but the chances are that your your supervisor may think otherwise so in other words if they're going back to a, for a reference from your supervisor you know that they, they may not agree with the fact that you led the project um so i think putting it all together a, 
a CV is is not a laundry list. It, it should tell a cohesive story, and your story should highlight your qualifications and critical skills in a way that makes them uh, a logical read, well constructed, uh, and you know, and, and show your compatibility with the the organisation and that advertised position. You know, packaging your story into con- uh, concisely prescribed format. Of, of a CV or a resume means it will all work neatly as a synopsis and hopefully land you that job. Um, so, so those are 20 tips. There. I won't go through them all again, um, but do, do look at those. I think it's important. They're very good tips. Um, I, I I would also add to that is that make sure that you 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 know a bit about the organisation you're you're going to, to, to be into for the interview with. Because, again, I, I've, I've interviewed people and say, well, you know, what do you know about us? I said, well, nothing. You know, have you looked at our website? Well, no, I didn't get time. You know, at least look at their website, at least know something about that organisation. Now, obviously, in the tips there, they're, they're suggesting that you, you do this, but they haven't listed it as a, as a tip. So I would definitely um, make sure that you know a, a, a good deal about the organisation you're, you're going going to, to into to, to be interviewed by. Because there's nothing worse than going and saying, I didn't even look at the website. And it's so easy nowadays. Every company has a website or something that you can look up. And not only just look at you know the, the, the top paragraph on Wikipedia, but look into that company. You're, 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 if you want a job with that company, make sure you, you've shown interest in that company from the start by, by, by looking it up. And, and obviously you will learn something about that company. You know, is the company a PLC? Is it listed on the stock exchange or is it a private company? Is it family business? You know, what type of business is this? What type of company is this? Uh, so I, w- I would definitely include that as a tip. Make sure you fully research the company. And lastly, I, I would say uh, include a, a covering letter to, to the hiring person or the, or the HR department. Um, that, that can make a difference to just highlight some of the points in that letter. So... There you go. That's it. Um, if you're looking for a job, good luck with that with that search. And if you're not looking for a job, still keep updating your CV because you never know, <laughs> you never know when you might need to. And and this could also include people who are working and perhaps want to send in their CV for voluntary roles or non-executive director roles or anything to join in a charity. You know, have a CV ready to go so that you don't have to spend three days putting it together. And once again, keep updating your CV with any new courses, new skills that you've gone into uh, and learned. And keep doing your, keep doing your C- CPD. Keep learning new, new things. Keep life is, It's a lifelong learning process. So keep up to date with things. And then you'll find that you know, your knowledge will increase. You'll expand. And it could open up doors for you in the future. I, I recently went back to, to, to college to, to get a degree in leadership and management. So I, I, I've, I've always believed in, in taking courses and even going back and doing a part-time degree in leadership and management, which was, was a hell of a wrench, you know, to go back to studying at, you know, years after you've thought you'd finished formal studying is not easy, but it certainly sharpens up your mind and, you know, keeps you, your, your mind fit and keeps you, you young and fit. You know, you're around people, you're learning new things, you're around young people as well. And that, that gives you that extra bit of boost as well. But even if you're not going to that level, there are lots of things you can do. There are lots of nighttime study courses. There are, there are there, like Birkbeck University specialise in teaching people. They're part of the London sort of university set. They, they specialise in running courses for people that, you know, want to do things in their part-time, evening study, weekend study, 
and you know there are even degrees you can do online now and even if you're not doing that level you can do certificates you can do diplomas you can do you know leadership courses you can do short weekend courses there are so many things to to keep you to keep your mind fresh and keep your brain fresh so that you're always learning so that's all for now hope that's been useful to you this has been charles kelly bringing you money tips to help you save earn accumulate and ultimately enjoy more money thanks very much thank you for listening to money tips for more tips and information visit moneytipsdaily.com The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 